Theologians have amended their interpretation of several Byzantine texts, referring to Jesus Christ as the Redeemer, opting instead to ascribe divinity to an apostle, John, as the true Savior. It's me. Well, they've listened to several installments of our podcast, obviously, and so they know he believes he's God's gift. I am calling God. Well, if you wanted honesty, you've come to the wrong place. This is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. And we are going to have a very interesting show by the sound of this nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here. <sighs> feels good to be back. Indeed. It feels good to be front, too. Mmm, even better. Guys, I have breaking, urgent news. It per- yes. Yes, it pertains to the state of my soul and my heart. But the oh, Alamo ooh, Draft House, me. Alamo Draft House, is back open. They are not leaving Arizona. <gasps> All three locations applied uh, to reopen under the new guidelines and going above and beyond. And uh, my favorite little theater. Indeed, crack open your beverage of choice. I mean, whether Cheers or not you that. still feel safe going to a theater at this point is entirely up to you. I don't 100% feel safe, but I'm going to roll the die, I think. I, uh, <laughs> uh, no time to die like I mean, now. I watched Outbreak. I know what happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, no time like the present. Yeah, so that was a nice little uh, mood booster to start the week. I bet. How about I you got guys? happy when I saw that. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say so. I think that that's a good cause for celebration. I can actually go out and watch whatever movies are out. Yeah, what what movies are out, Michael? Um, I think the new Mutants are coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. What's the most recent movie that you've watched in the past century? Um... Uh, yeah, that's right. So, Shane, what are you excited about? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and I'm Lovecraft! Rock! <laughs> it's, it's entertainment! Rock! <laughs> it's existential dread! <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the most recent thing that I watched, uh, which was a rewatch because Melissa had never seen it, was The Green Lantern. I've never seen it. Uh, starring Ryan Reynolds, and it is rough. It's rough like sandpaper yep. in your crotch. Just not a pleasant experience mm. at all. Doesn't quite hold up, huh? No, no, but I mean, it it was a product of its time. It was one of the few things that decided it was going to start breaking through the veil after we had gotten sort of the Dark Knight trilogy, and so it, it was kind of... It was condemned to be half pregnant, unfortunately. Gotcha. Mm, I feel that. Um, I mean, in terms of shows, I can say a show that I started watching that I actually really, really enjoy. What's that? Uh, it's a Netflix show called Dark. I've heard from our master, Stephen King. Oh, wow, that sounded way too neckbeardy. Um, <laughs> let me bump or back up. I <laughs> saw a tweet from Stephen King saying that it is one of the greater sci-fi horror-esque shows that you're not watching. You know, that it's a it's a sleeper hit. It's all in German. Mm. Yes. Um, if you either 
watch it subbed or watch it dubbed with no subtitles because they're different. Um, because it, it it gave me like very bad cognitive dissonance. I was like, wait, they're not saying the words that I'm reading. I'm getting very confused here. Um, but the voice acting in English is fine, so I've been I've been really enjoying it. We've been pausing it and being like, all right, this person is this person, right? And they're and they're this guy, and they're related to this. Okay, cool. Um, it's it's been interesting. So Shane, why are you shaking your head at Michael I'm, disapprovingly? I, uh, I do not concur that you can watch things with overdubs. I I just do not truck with that. That's fair. I would also agree. It took some time getting used to. Usually. Going back to the time when I watched anime, I usually watch subtitles. Um, but I'm watching with girlfriend. I don't think she's ever watched a subtitle thing in her life. So I'm like, I can get over it because it's it's not like bad, uh, like really old Japanese uh, dubs where like their mouth keeps moving after the person stops talking like five seconds ago. Um, so it's it's not that bad. It's easy it's easy to get lost yeah. in it without a, suffering a disconnect which is different than usual. Yeah, I just uh it's something that I have a difficulty with inflection and delivery with a lot of people doing dubs cuz you're not in the moment and having tried to overdub a performance that I gave, not even a performance someone else gave, it's almost impossible to get that same level of energy back that you had performing and you lose something. Asher was really gung-ho about me watching Attack on Titan at one point, and he gave it to me and made the recommendation, and I got through one episode and had to shut it down because I couldn't handle it. It made me just disgusted, which is a strong term, I know, but I could not handle the performances. It was just so cake and kind of called in. Of watching it, of watching it overdubbed, or watching it with with the subs trying to follow yes. or so you're talking like watching having okay. having an english watching it overdubbed dubbed. okay yeah. yeah i i need the subtitles for the most part the only one i've gotten away with is my hero academia has a really good english dub um but other than that i'm on the same camp as you adr replacement is really interesting to talk about because it's not something that i think everyone thinks about mm-hmm. when i was when i was in school we had a whole week where that's all we focused on at the or recording school that I went to mm-hmm. uh, of audio dialogue replacement as a whole scene. It's uh, as it, it pertains to a whole scene. Yeah. So our project that we did was the opening of Pirates of the Caribbean, like the opening shot when he is on the sinking ship and it's lowering further and further into the ocean till he hits the docks. And it was we had I think like three hours to record all of the sounds happening in the scene. There was no dialogue. It was just clothing rubbing against each other, like as you walk, like how that sound is, the finding ways to make the footsteps sound how they should Ooh, on that particular so, thing. It's So it's, a lot of Foley work as well. That, e- that's cool. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Shane, your point's 100% valid. Like I can't even imagine, like you watch these behind the scenes, like another one is uh, for Wolverine. There's a behind the scenes with Hugh Jackman where you see him getting into character when he's running through the woods, like with his, you know, shink shinks out. And you just see him. He's like, he's almost like Marky marking himself before like this, they start rolling. He's like, <laughs> it's crazy. And he's like, you know, super, he's getting, it's what he does for a living. So obviously he's had to hone that in. But anyway, wow, that was vomit. Thanks. No, no, I mean like, 
that that's why I say that I think Dark is okay. There's only been like one performance or one voice actor who's very very minor role that I've been like, you didn't really feel it. But all the other characters have been like pretty good, uh, or voice actors have been pretty good. Um, as as for your comment uh, or your statement earlier about Hero Academia, the only I, the only anime that I've watched that has been like uh, dubbed over is um pretty much anything that features this voice actor named Vic Roman Romana or Romano or something like that. He he was a big English uh voice actor until uh he was found that he was touching people inappropriately. Um but uh always, so it always was goes like, back to um, that with you, doesn't it? Yes. So it was things like Full Metal Alchemist, um and uh like I've watched Dragon Ball Z dubbed when I was a child because who didn't? Me. But yeah. So Oh, Shane what? is going to kill cool. himself on live recording. <laughs> now you know how it feels when you guys are talking about stuff and I don't let's, know what to say. Let's, and let's, I'm just sitting no, there silent. We're, we're coherent, Michael. There's a difference. So, oh my God, whatever. Michael, <laughs> it is your day. This is your episode, but I, I asked you earlier if it was okay if I kind of like, you know, jammed something in super dry. And you said that's the only way I enjoy it is super dry. So, you guys know the Bare Naked Lady song one week? Yes. She intimately. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, there's this article that I read, or there's this thing that I read on Reddit a really long time ago, and then it made the rounds, and then uh, BuzzFeed did what BuzzFeed is known for, which is just stealing really good original content from Reddit and publishing it as its own. So, ooh. This is a BuzzFeed article about the song One Week and the terrifying secret that it holds. So, I'm intrigued. Yes. I'm just going to read the article here. So, remember the song One Week, the mostly harmless and catchy Bare Naked Lady songs, uh, song from 1998? Well, how's it mostly Reddit- harmless? <laughs> well, Reddit user... I mean, he skinned his knees, so it's not completely <laughs> harmless. Well, Reddit user, and we'll... we'll Put it in the show notes. I'm not going to say it. We'll just uh, call him E. Gave it another listen and found a message hidden within the, quote, infuriatingly cheery earworm. Let's take a look at the lyrics. It's been one week since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said, I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me saying, get that together. Come back and see me. Nothing too crazy yet. The opening lines tell the story of a couple fighting. They split up and the girlfriend tells the boyfriend to only come back once he gets his life in order. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Two days after he leaves, he comes back. Something, some incident he's afraid to even directly address, happens in the living room. He feels a tremendous amount of guilt and a sense of isolation because of what happened. Bear with me here. Three days ago, in a fit of rage, he beat his girlfriend to death with a golf club. <laughs> it seems fine, but but fall with me for a moment. He did nine eleven. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Okay, alright. I I he kinda lost me with that, but continue. Yesterday you'd forgiven me. Just darkest timeline today. Oh yes. Yesterday you'd forgiven me. <sighs> but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Days after the incident, he's still locked in their apartment with their body. He hasn't had anything to eat or drink in that time. E writes, 
He imagined her saying that everything would be fine and their fighting and breakup weren't his fault. He also believes that in two days' time, Monday morning, someone will notice her missing and call the police. He'll be sorry when they show up. The rat verses are the first-person stream-of-consciousness ramblings of a man on the edge of madness who is slowly starving and obsessing about food, but who is unable to eat because of his overwhelming guilt. <laughs> really, chickeny China, the Chinese chicken, <laughs> yeah. is going to be hunger pangs. Yes. Oh okay, I'm the All kind right. of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean? Well, you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of taking off my shirt. These lines reveal the whole plot. E writes, can't What? <laughs> e writes, can't understand what I mean? Well, you soon will. It's one of the most sinister lines in all of pop music. He's referring... <laughs> he is referring to her own imminent funeral. Hold on to the line about the shirt. We'll get back to that in a moment. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. Threw your arms in the air and said, you're crazy. Five days since you tackled me. I've still got the rug burns on both my knees. The man keeps replaying the incident over and over again in his head. He's beginning to panic, thinking of all the ways we could claim he killed her out of self-defense. It's been three days since the afternoon. You realize it's not my fault, not a moment too soon. Yesterday you'd forgiven me, and now I sit back and wait till you say you're sorry. E writes, our man is bargaining with her now, who is actually himself... If she's just apologized, it would all be fine. It can all go back to normal. <laughs> Another ranting... So this is Dahmer, the pop song. Yes! Another ranting rap verse as he goes mad, except for one moment of clarity. Gonna get a set of better clubs. Gonna find the kind with tiny nubs. Just so my irons aren't always flying off the backswing. So... The murder weapon. He realized that the blood-stained golf club he used to beat her to death needs to be disposed of and replaced. A missing club would be suspicious. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of losing my shirt. He continues to plan the cover-up of her murder. He begins to worry about the blood-stained shirt he killed her in. He knows he needs to lose it before the police show up looking for his girlfriend. And then we're, we're nearly there. I told you it was a short segment. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I have something I want to say, but I'm going to wait until the end. Okay. I have my own theories about this. All right. It's been one week since you looked at me, dropped your arms to your side, and said, I'm sorry. Five days since I laughed at you and said, you just did, or you just did just what I thought you were going to do. Three days since the living room, we realized we're both to blame, but what could we do? Yesterday, you just smiled at me, because it'll still be two days till we say we're sorry. Mr. E writes... He has come to realize that perhaps they both had valid points in their arguments after all, and that both are to blame for the disintegration of their relationship. At the end, he finally comes to terms with what he's done. He admits his crime to himself and accepts the idea that he'll be caught and persecuted for his crimes. When the police come for him, or he'll reveal exactly <laughs> yeah. when the police come for him, he'll reveal exactly where he buried the body. And that's the history of One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yikes. Okay. So the only thing I'm going to say is, based off of comments on the actual thread on Reddit, the guy's analysis, was that sarcastic? Because this sounds just like complete satire. It kind of sounds like when you have like a funny idea in your head and then you just like uh, like taffy pull it, you know, like where mm -hmm. you just to crib from last week where you just really make a meal of it. 
where he's yes. he probably offhandedly was just like, yeah, it's about a murder. And then someone laughed and was like, oh, yeah, that one line. And then he probably went and, you know, extrapolated all yeah, that. Yeah, and then he actually tried hard to do it. It's been yeah. a long, okay. long time since I've read it. Um, like the original post On Reddit? <laughs> Fuck. I, I get it. But... <sighs> Uh, it made me laugh. I think the first time I, I came across that, I was working at State Farm and working early in the morning. So it was a nice little rabbit hole read, like when you mm. had nothing else to do for hours. Um, that makes sense. And I think about it often whenever the song comes up or anybody mentions that song now. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's about a serial killer, right? Just just the same reaction that I, mean, I have on I mean, it's a Shane's good face. icebreaker. It leads into conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Shane is so troubled. Uh, I think... No, that that whole commentary just perfectly encapsulated to me the American political situation all at once. <laughs> wow. You can make anything sound plausible right now. <laughs> oh, wow. big me. big facts. We had a really great idea. Big if true. Got a really big good true. one. You know, no one's done I'm more on the for run the economy. On the Republican ticket, and I'm gonna run on the premise that we need a wall. You know what Just we really need? For it. It's coming. We need twelve more years. That's what we need. We need a dictatorship. Oh my we need god! Twelve more years. Yeah, that that comment. Mm, mm. So, <sighs> speaking as of a this. transition. Piss. Speaking uh, speaking of bad love, or not bad. Wow, that's not true at all. I love that song. Speaking of uh, apparently a murder or a uh, love letter, um, oh, I God. actually have a love letter. Oh. So a little story, and I I do believe I had I had mentioned this offhandedly in like a l- episode months ago. Um, but my girlfriend's mother found a letter sitting out or sitting whatever. I'm anthropomorphizing it now. Um, sitting outside her work when she was leaving. It was all sealed. I sent a picture to the chat, and I blocked relevant information so it could be posted on our Instagram. Thank for you. For shits and giggles. Yes, you're mm. welcome. Um, pretty much saying it was all wrapped, and it had a owl sticker on it for some reason. It was upside down. Quote, um, you hurt the owl too. That's why he's upside down. You're mean. So... It's essentially a love letter saying, why are you so mean to me, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to read it because it is written like I said in the chat, a five-year-old writing a love letter. Now, where do you start on this thing? Because it's kind of structured the way a comic book is. You have to figure out where to orient to begin the narrative because it's not linear. So... This actually is not part of the letter itself. That was the envelope that was That was just the covering? Oh yes, my God. I got. I can't really zoom it in, but it's um, really poorly written. Yeah, chicken scratch script. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try and read it because it reads a lot like my immortal. Will Ugh. you read it in Ebony's voice? Oh, uh, okay. Sure. He said, "Stephen, I love you so much. I have always done what you said and wanted. You have throwing my stuff and giving it away." You have put paint and cute my clothes. You have done noting, but tried to hurt me. And you say it's me. I really wish you loved me, but you and I know you don't. My heart hurts too much to say here. So I'm leaving and never coming back. Sorry, crossed out. Back. No, I'm not going to call. 
I don't know where yet, but you will never know because you are so mean. You fucked up two things I was living in you, peed on my stuff. Put shack of <laughs> some crossed out soda on it. You fucked up. You crossed the line, and that's that, I guess. I love you so much, my only love. I'm crying right now because you hurt me so much, and I love you so much. I would... Run back to you so fast, but you hate me so much. And now you cross that line of no coming back, I guess. That was all one sentence. You can't keep acting the way you do. It's going to kick you in your ass. Blez, get over kids back. They need you, not me. I'm nothing without you, so I will be no good for them. I hope and I and wish I die because I can't take the pain of not being with you. How could you do that to my stuff? How could you pee on them? I have to do what I have to do to make you pay for peeing on my stuff. Uh, some crossed out stuff. We need to talk before, without an E, I do so you know what's coming your way. If you don't, then I don't know. You will find out then, I guess. You took my food, so I will be here tonight at 9 p.m. Bring food and we can talk. If not, I know that you weren't ne nevered, nevered, love me like I think, and I know you don't not for a long time oh, or maybe God. never fuck who knows anymore you peed on my stuff how could you do that <laughs> wtf it was a value i know work. you're not going to come you're soon to be x like a cross x wife and then i can't read the signature um so it's been three days since you peed <laughs> on me <laughs> it'll still be two weeks till i say i'm sorry what if uh, and I wanted to, and I'm really proud that I uh, decided to read that letter today, because speaking of P, the topic today, and uh, I will let you get your introduction, Shane, don't worry, is going uh, to be on urine therapy. Yeah. Oh, I realized that I enunciated the P a little too you much really there. Did. Um, P therapy. Yeah. Would mm. it? I think it would be really funny um, if that letter wasn't really even written to a person. Because if you read it in a certain context, it could almost be like it's like a, a breakup letter to your cat. Where it's like, you've peed <laughs> on my things. You've ate my food. You're good for my kids, but at what cost? You've crossed the line. That's three times you've peed on my things. Uh, come bring me food. Bring me a dead bird. Because they're not real. Um, <laughs> if you want to recompense. And if not, then I'm leaving. Goodbye. Uh, I love it. It just leaves it's, the cat in the house and just leaves. <laughs> it's actually Harry Potter's final missive to Dobby before he dies. <laughs> you mustn't masturbate to Harry Potter. <laughs> mustn't pee on Harry Potter. <laughs> I gave you that sock and then you peed on it. <laughs> That's the thanks I get. So speaking of Dobby and his fetishes, you were saying about mm. urine therapy, or I guess first Shane should probably say what we do here. I mean, that might be handy. So for the uninitiated or those who this is the unfortunate first episode for you, typically we will uh, illustrate a bizarre, esoteric, or obscure topic, and in the midst of explaining it to one another, we will leaven in the occasional lie. And it is then incumbent upon the co-hosts to then separate the fact from fiction, uh, point it out, and scream posse or posse. interloper. And so we'll uh, we'll just talk about something, and it's fun. The, there are no points for winning. 
there is no point to this at all. And, uh, ah. you know, just like the entire podcast, it's pointless. We're sans mm. point. Mm, sans point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm more like a comic sans kind of person, like maybe a Georgia or a Times New Roman. But Sans Point does fine. Well, uh, okay, you can't say you're Comic Sans and then Times New Roman. Like, those are vastly different. Like, one is hated and reviled. The other one is just treated with apathy. So, um, yeah. Which you are didn't you? say he was Ariel. Uh, I guess that's fair. <laughs> but, I mean, it's Comic Sans. Like, well, it's, com- uh, it's, it's common sense. Um, okay, so now we're back to three listeners. Michael. All right. So... <laughs> You're and there with the other two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's my episode. Oh shit, it's my episode. It's Mike's episode. Uh, Click. All right. Um, oh, before you do that, <laughs> yes. I oh. just remembered something because we had a monumentous occasion, according to you know John's use of the word. Uh huh. This week, we officially lost our previously held number one episode. Oh. Our current number one downloaded episode is now episode two, Levain mm-hmm. Satanism. So yeah. Dixieland Jazz has slid into the number two spot, and I was very tickled. And it'll continue to slide because it was way too intellectual. <laughs> Shane, you just reminded me of uh, of something, and this is kind of going to be a weird sandwich for Michael to eat here. Um, oh. Why would I... Okay, because continue. we do have a lot of people that are starting from the beginning um, to try and like get a grasp yes. of, of what's happening. And, and maybe I'll finish up that playlist here pretty soon and start pushing that a little more just to get them like like a quicker line to current episodes. If, if yes. that makes sense. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But one of our dear and near friends uh, made a new drinking game for early Michael. It doesn't apply to you anymore. And that's the compliment oh. side of things is that you as a speaker have improved tremendously but i got a text Ooh. message when someone was listening to i think episode three or four i think it was four I... that was that was uh the mystery method okay can i hazard a guess yes is it uh drink every time michael says okay yep <laughs> oh yeah 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 that's fair yes yeah it made my whole week so uh you know who you are if you're listening thank you for that i I uh I laughed very very hard. Uh I used to claim that uh you know Michael is a South Park character. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, so good. But Michael, that being said, you have improved. It, it's a Yeah, I don't I actually can't recall the last time I did that. To remove Michael from the hot seat as well, uh one of my personal tics and foibles is I use the word so as a transitioner and a period. Which is difficult. So if I am completing a thought and I don't quite know where I'm going, as opposed to going, um, like most people, I have learned to say so as to imply that I have more coming and then I will occasionally <laughs> just let things drop. So you can hear that as you listen back to you the episode. You almost said I'll it. I'll finish the sentence <laughs> and does. say, I, I can so, hear yeah. yeah, it'll <laughs> pop up. So, uh, so we're all on the same page now. Michael's not the yeah. only one who has his speaking foibles, as it were, or the little dicks. Mine, ticks. mine is my complete lack of a grasp on the English language as a whole. So, well, you don't have enough of a, a sample size to really, you know, get any um, sort of ticks out. It. You know, yeah, I I appreciate that. 
Anyway, um, well, you piss on me already. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I will. Before you said when you were talking about the sandwich, I thought you meant sandwich, and I thought we were gonna when you loop back to the bare naked ladies murder spree. Listen, I am just an it. eager mouth open waiting for urine. Give me the urine, R. All Kelly. Right. So, Doctor Kelly. No, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, urine has been believed uh, to be useful for diagnostic and therapeutic purposes for most of human history. Uh, for uh-huh. example, urine was urine was recommended for whitening teeth in ancient Rome. <laughs> That's bullshit. A, true. How many lies? Uh, oh, fair. Uh, I believe yes, only three. There are three. <laughs> okay. Well, just out that of- just <laughs> sounds like every guy at a bar ever. He's like, no, 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 baby. <laughs> Let me do it. It'll make your teeth whiter. <laughs> Ancient Romans did it. <laughs> right out of the um, They also had vomitoriums and orgies. So, I mean, let's not hold to okay, their Okay, all right. No, vomitoriums are... You of all people should know what a vomitorium is, being a person yes, that is podcast. more literate. <laughs> a vomitorium is uh, not... It is a foyer. It is... The the it's a room where people leave or enter big areas, and it, that's why it's called to spew forth. So if you've ever left a movie theater or a big area like a concert or something like that, and you see people streaming out or streaming in, that's the idea. It's not a place where people go to puke so they can stuff themselves. It usually is I'm a offended place that you would even think that is. It, it when it, it when is comes sh- to your episodes, it usually is a vomitorium. And furthermore, we're on a show where the whole point is for us to lie to one another, and I Posse. can't just make a joke. <sighs> no. <laughs> All right, moving on. From, from the first, Michael has turned into Shane for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it's not how you hello? pronounce that. Yeah. It's vermitermim. <laughs> from the first sentence alone, you you officially turned me into the. Uh, at first you had my curiosity, now you have my attention. So, please, let's... <laughs> I'm quite proud of this. I, I actually had to do a little bit more digging than I'm used to, but, like, it's... it. I also tried writing the script a little bit better, so I'm not just reading other people's words. I tried putting it in my so own. So you are being shamed mm-hmm. this week. Well, considering that most times when I read other people's words, um, I mispronounce words because I don't know the word that I'm trying to read, so I tried avoiding that this week. Mm-hmm. So personal clever yeah i know well i'm embarrassed listening to myself mispronounce the simplest of words all the time so okay motivation a seventh century islamic jurist so a lawmaker lawyer allowed the use of camel urine for medicinal purposes a law that is still around I actually did a little bit of digging, and I found that Saudi police from Saudi Arabia arrested a man this millennium, I believe the article was uh, written in 2015, um, for selling urine, but not because it was camel urine, because the urine in the bottles was his own. So, you can sell and... Yes. Oh. I bet there's a way of testing. Yeah, yes. What sort of snake oil salesman as this guy thinks he's he like, is. He's like, takes... I paid for camel urine, not human he urine. He takes the bottle and he like dips his finger like, this is not camel piss. It's your piss, isn't it? This oh, is too sweet. <laughs> hey, speaking of sweet, um, doctors would taste patients' urine to test for diabetes. <laughs> That's a real the... thing. Yes. So I had a roommate. Whoa. 
who re- who was diabetic for years, and he would refer to he knew he is had he not had... diabetic now because he's oh dead? I hope he's dead yeah that's really what I was saying is this for. the same one who gave me the serial killer books yes okay Oof. and touched his nipples all the time yikes yes. uh, okay bless him fair uh but yes he would refer to it he knew he had had too much or he needed to adjust his levels when he said he had his sugar piss because it would smell like sugar crisp cereal to him is what he would refer to it. So, yes. so that's the thing. So, like, the doctors, mm-hmm. essentially, then they would just take down your pants during the examination, mm. get down face-to-face with your penis, and then just give it a little little kiss and a little sample? No, they no, want they urine, not cum. <laughs> <laughs> they come out of the same hole! Yes, but one is not... Anyway. John, um, have you ever used a soda machine? You know that there's different spigots, you know. You hit different buttons to get different liquids. Listen, I was educated in Arizona, so that should just clear up all your questions. Sometimes Uh, you hit a lever and you get ice. I don't know the I don't know how that works in this analogy, but um I had that happen once. It's very painful. (laughs) Oh gee. (laughs) Um so it's actually yeah, there's when you have diabetes and you have a lot of sugar in your blood, it gets filtered out and you get glucose or sugar in the urine. It's called uh glycosuria. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh is the is the camel piss story bullshit? No, it is okay. true. <gasps> All right. Both the to... fact that a 7th century yes, guy and... allowed it and that someone was arrested for selling his own piss. Okay. Yes. Um there's also it is also used in traditional remedies in Mexico and Nigeria. And it was referenced in uh, this person with the last name Solomon. Solomon's English Physician, which was uh, written in 1665. So it's been around, and it's not just specific to one culture, one geographic area. But auto-urine therapy as a system of alternative medicine was popularized by a British stenographer, uh, John W. Armstrong, in the early 20th century. He so was stenographers with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's just how it goes. Um, if I recall, there was another famed stenographer in our past history. Here was there not? Yes, there was. It was. Uh, that, it wasn't Robotham. It was. Was um, the flat Earth? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was that, Carpenter. Uh, it was oh, the I, American flat Earth. I blacked that episode. Okay. Out. That's fair. I think everyone does. Um, well, I'm sad. I remembered it in that case. It's your curse. Uh, Armstrong was inspired by his family's practice of using urine to treat minor stings and toothaches. Uh, He pulled his... Minor stings and toothaches, so if you're underage, they'll just piss on everything. (laughs) So they got the kids in line, they would just have them get on their knees and just piss on their faces. (laughs) Just the anger. What's that? Your your butt hurts? You got stung by a hornet? (laughs) The angry stenographer just sitting in the corner, like, oh, man, I slept kind of funny. <laughs> He's just like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's my morning piss. Um, <laughs> this is the worst It's a good mouthwash. <laughs> he, oh, you're going to like the rest of this paragraph. He pulled his inspiration for drinking his own piss from the biblical proverb 515. Drink. What? Proverb. Proverb. Ah, Proverb. Oh, fuck. Okay, fine. Whatever. Proverb. So he pulled it out of his pants and out of Proverbs. Yes. Biblical okay. Proverb 515. Drink waters out of thine own cistern and running waters out of thine own well. Bullshit. 
True. God damn it. Uh, he also had his own experience with ill health that he treated with a 45-day fast on, quote, nothing but urine and tap water. <laughs> there is no way you would survive 45 <laughs> days without food. No way. What year was this? Um, This was in the early uh, 20th century. I didn't get a specific okay. date for that. Okay. Um, but starting in 1918, he started prescribing urine therapy regimens of his own creation to many thousands of patients. <sighs> And in 1944, he published *The Water of Life: A Treatise on Urine Therapy*. Michael, can which became you have so much time on your hands? Can you read this book and report back, please? <laughs> Fuck. Can no. we read, can we make the audiobook for that book? <laughs> if we get, I wouldn't mind trying to look and see if there's an audio version on like um, Audible for *The Water of Life* because that would be actually quite funny. <laughs> Um, because like, I don't know who runs his estate. So they, we would just send it to, you know, audible and it would be like, Hey, we have this audio book that we, you know, want to submit. And they'd be like, Oh, okay, cool. Here's some money. And it's like garbage, but who's gonna, who's gonna proofread that. <laughs> I also just shudder at the fact that presumably I'm going to be the one stuck reading this. So then no, we'll read the my bona fides will consist of <laughs> my, my immortal, immortal. And the water of life. So I've started with both shit and piss well, you, and just worked my way down the ladder. Well, you have to do Evil Dead 1, and then you have to do 2, and then and only then can you get Army of Darkness. So. <sighs> um, so his book sold wildly, um, inspiring many further works in India. Uh, these further works combine aspects of yoga with their urine therapy. Um, I almost wanted to... Yes, so there are some therapies that have combined <laughs> yoga and urine um i didn't dig too much i didn't dig too further too much farther into it um because i figured it would be an entirely separate topic on its own that i didn't want to i didn't want to dig that hole we're gonna do the downward dog into the serene waters as i piss down my stomach and try to get it into my mouth you know honestly there you go it's surprising to me that we've gone this amount of time as a podcast without just being a full toilet humor episode uh so i'm I'm here for it <laughs> i'm not pissed off one bit or on yet but I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm here for it. oh oh uh. so combining uh, speaking of combining aspects from other places urine therapy has also been combined with other forms of alternative medicine for example in her book your own perfect medicine the incredible proven natural miracle cure that medical science has never revealed catchy title um, Martha Christie describes homeopathic preparations of urine and their uses. Yeah, homeopathy. <gasps> what did- homeopath. Homeopathy. Um, Robotham. Um, and says that they are, quote, extremely potent. Well, um, can we, I, let me, let me hit pause here because we, you got started before. <laughs> is the, is the yoga urine bullshit? No. I'm going to stop you like every 15 seconds throughout <laughs> this, this episode. Is, so you've, you've kind of gained am, the system because I, I have to proud. call these things onto the carpet. And like none of this seems like it would be a sane thing to propose to the population. This is great. Truly. Uh, I, I thought about 
Uh, and, and this is honestly my thought process. I was like, all right, what were the most enjoyable episodes to make? And I thought about it at length f- for the ones that I made, the ones right. that I. Where you had the most fun with. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, homeopathy was really fun. Um, so I was like, well, okay, let's do some pseudoscience, but let's not find the ones that are avoid science, flatters. Science. Look at homeopathy and talk about more about the things that are so ridiculous that like, any person without any sort of education could just be like, well, that's a little odd or that's really fucking weird. So that's what I went about. That's That yeah. was my motivation for this. It's also so. fun because it points to a societal bias in that we have sexualized everything to such a degree that we have this sort of aversion to our own bodily processes because we've tied it to these other things and almost sort of stigmatized them hmm. by that. And so I think you're going to find a lot of things that pop up that will point to our general societal biases just from our own brains being hardwired to this weird sexual overtone or undercurrent that we have. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's mostly my own system working out here. Thank you. Yeah, no, you're good. So let's Speaking talk about... working things out, yeah. Let's talk about some uh, modern claims and findings. It's only two. <laughs> Um, an exhaustive description of the composition of human urine was prepared for NASA in 1971. So NASA was like, you know what? What's in human piss? So urine in his, urine is an aqueous solution of greater than 95% water with small amounts of urea, chloride, sodium, potassium, and other compounds. Yummy. It is why... It is suggested to drink your own piss in survival situations as your body can still use more water from it, mm. and it is sterile. sterile. And it makes sense. That's that a drink, yeah. It would make sense that NASA would be looking for it because, naturally, if you're going to be on a ship for a long period of time, you need to worry about recirculating materials and how they mm-hmm. filter that. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so, a common myth, uh, urinating on jellyfish, uh, wasp or bee sting, sunburns, cuts, and blood vessel bursts, which was an interesting addition to that, is a common... Huh? Huh? And children, yes. It's a common folk remedy to get That's rid bullshit. of these things. The, the you jellyfish a child, they usually run away. Isn't the jellyfish thing true? Have you tried Surprisingly, it? though, it doesn't work, but mainly because of the urian urine. It acts as a local anesthetic. Uh... But you jump the gun, and I will give it to you. It... All is bullshit, yeah. including well the urinating on jellyfish. So you jumped the gun, and I wanted to finish what I was saying, but I'll I'll give it to you. You should also say um, urinating on jellyfish stings, not just <laughs> urinating on jellyfish. Although I mean, uh, well, jellyfish, wasp, or bee stings. Yes, I I didn't I didn't I emphasized it a little differently, so the inflection was a little incorrect. I'll give you that. Um, Scientific American reports that it may be counterproductive, as uh, specifically for jellyfish stings. Um, as it can activate... God damn, yeah, we got you fucked up, son. I got all, I got all excited because I, like, we're all enjoying it. Ah. Um, as it can activate nematocysts, uh, remaining at the side of the sting. So pretty much like for jellyfish, uh, stings, it's not like they're little pincers and the venom and all that stuff. Pretty much it can reactivate things that didn't activate when originally stung you. Okay. Um, making it a lot worse. Can, uh... I'm not sure if this is something that uh, you're going to incorporate into your presentation here. Is the idea that they were using it also uh, to sterilize material on the battlefields back in the Civil War? Like the urine was a commonly used agent to sterilize medical materials. Is that one that you're going to throw in here? So I will say that urine is uh, 
not sterile. Okay, so this was a lie? Yes. Damn, son. Um, So you actually inadvertently caught one of the other lies. Okay. Um... And I'll just go back to it, just because you you teased out part of it, so I'm just I'm just going to reveal the whole the, thing. It, it made me think about it when you had mentioned the sterility, and it started you know running through my sterility. Yes. Not the um, appropriate word for that, but mainly because of the description I wrote. Because every time I write a lie, I write a description for if you were to get the lie Smart. caught. Okay. Um, urine is actually not sterile, considering all the parts of your body, including your urinary tract, contain different types of bacteria. So it would make sense that some of these, I don't know why I wrote buggers. I was feeling British when I wrote this, apparently. Mm, okay. Would hitch a ride. Okay, I got to read the sentence because I, I thought I was clever. Give it. It would make sense that some of these buggers would hitch a ride on your golden shower. I okay. like it. I was trying to be clever. It failed. I like it. Also, <laughs> since your kidneys filter your blood, all waste products, including some medication byproducts and harmful, harmful chemicals, um, are typically excreted in your urine. In fact, and I did verify this. The U.S. Army Field Manual instructs, sol- instructs soldiers not to drink it in any case. Because, I mean, urea is an acid to begin with. So, I mean, anything in that sort of concentration is not going to do Isn't you any favors. is that the, uh, the cave yes. under the Misty um, Mountains? Like that little city? <laughs> the caves of urea. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, I also... Beer. Going back with the first time with what John called out as a lie, I said that it acts as a little a- local anesthetic. Um, it is not uh, industrially in synthesized urea is used as a fertilizer. Okay. Um, and definitely not a local anesthetic. If it did work like that, it would never burn when you pee. Someone needs to call <laughs> Sam like right mine now. does. Yes. Get her on so. the call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I decided that. After I had read all there was to read on the Wikipedia page for urine therapy, uh, which aside from the section on public figures, um, which who didn't sound interesting, it was a lot of like prime ministers of other countries and like one British actress or something like that that died in two thousand. I they weren't interesting, so I didn't care. Um, Benjamin I decided Netanyahu. That, With you doing all this research, is, I wonder what your targeted ads look like now. Not your Instagram ads, just in general, like what Google or Firefox. This is if we were sponsored. If we were sponsored, this is one I would say that we are sponsored by NordVPN because that's oh. what I used. I also used uh, incognito mode on an entirely separate uh, web browser. You're learning. <laughs> well done. Yes, man. Because um, I didn't want. I know we're not yes, going to get sponsored, anyway, but um, the I decided VPN that thing, I would. I need to get on that train too. Oh, bruh, it's. Oof. I mean, you watch any YouTuber that that adds it, they usually give like a little thing, save 66% off for two years or whatever, or just put in this link. Uh, anyway, I decided that I would dig a little bit further, and this is actually funnier considering that you just mentioned your browser history. I decided to dig a little bit further and read about the benefits, quote, air quote, benefits of urine therapy from practitioners of it. Oh. I started with Gaia.com. <gasps> oh my God. Call yes. Back. I decided to, instead of just talking mad trash without actually looking at what they say, I was like, no, I got to go deeper. deeper. Um, and so I started with Gaia, but the only thing I could find on there was a movie on the subject called Urine Aid. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to watch an hour long movie on drinking urine. <laughs> you want to watch it together? Um, <laughs> John will jerk off. I have. Don't tempt me with a good time. I have come to less. Yeah. 
I have uh, I, I I even wrote I'll save my mo- my month free trial of Gaia.com for another time probably after I'm dead. Oh, that they charge for it just <laughs> astonishes me. Yes, um, eleven ninety nine a month. That's more than Netflix because it tried showing me that. Yes, I know. For all things on urine therapy and other mind opening things, mm. gestures at camera with the whole exploding mind. Um, gesture if you want to open um, your third eye and then pee into oh, it that's where it spits i can't see i'm blinded um i did find an article from a newspaper called the new times which was a newspaper from rwanda Ooh. and i looked up how to pronounce that um <laughs> written by a person with the last name of seaman and now that i realize that i said that it actually is kind of funny now real? that i say seaman um yeah. yes um, it describes, he, he wrote about uh, his use of urine therapy. Uh, he started with a story in college uh, where he drank his own urine to help with a terrible cough. Uh, he added such descriptions as, uh, when you cough, the sound is like some detonator was affixed in what? your throat. He drank, that's what he described his cough as. I have never heard a detonator go, <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, that's just me. The detonator triggers the incendiary device. The detonator itself is not the incendiary device, you simpletons. I have included the websites that I pulled this stuff off of in my show notes, but I added a disclaimer for them where I said, click at your own risk. Yes. Because... There are some risky clicks in yes. here is what you're saying. Um, yes. He drank, quote, half a mug of his piss <laughs> before bed, and he woke up with his throat, quote... Feeling like I had stuffed a cocktail of the bitterest herbs in it overnight. How am but I supposed to eat my snack without my drink? <laughs> there was no cough. All natural throat coat. Yeah. So. Well, Shane. Like any good journalist. Sh- oh, sorry. I was going to say, Shane, I think the next time we're in the recording studio, before we do vocals, we know what we need to do. Instead of 69. Doing- <laughs> in a way. Uh, instead of doing the, uh, what is it, yoga or yogi tea? Yeah, we'll uh, do a love fountain. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, Dan, you, me, just a uh, triangle of piss. Yeah. That's a, that's a band it. name for you. You can take that. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> triangle of piss. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um, this uh, Mr. Seaman um, <laughs> does some more digging. Yes, I refer to him as Mr. Seaman for the rest well, of this part. As well, you should. Well, and that's yes. Michael's new name. <laughs> Mr. Seaman. No, Mr. Um, Seaman. Go ahead. He, he does some more digging, interviewing a doctor who, quote, admitted being well-versed with the subject, but did not want to be quoted, hmm. uh, unquote. The doctor, who remained anonymous, said the hormones, chemicals, antibodies, etc., that are passed in urine can be reutilized by drinking said urine. The doctor continues by saying, and this is why I included this part, quote, risks are negligible as compared to its advantages. The question is of its aesthetic value. I, for one, can never use it, howsoever useful it may be, because I find it distasteful even to touch. Essentially, he was saying, you know, why not drink your own piss? I won't drink my own piss, because that's nasty, but why not? <laughs> Checkmate, Which was atheist. just... Exactly. Digging further, Mr. Seaman references an article written in the Nexus magazine 
an Australian-based bi-monthly alternative news magazine. Uh, I wanted to look it up because I had never heard of it, heard of it before. It covers quote in-depth articles on health, suppressed news, conscious, ancient mysteries, future science, unexplained, free energy, and much more. All those were separated with commas. I have no idea what it means by unexplained, but that's what it said. I don't think they do either. From a genuine, yeah, from a genuine. Alternative news and information magazine published worldwide for 30 years. So, I wanted to try and read the article that he was referencing myself, but I could not get to it without paying $6 for it, and I'm not going to do that because I don't want them to have my... I did not want them having a copy of my credit card information. Well, I mean, you could have also uh, investigated interlibrary loan from a university library to try to find a copy of that if you were so inclined. I mean, I'm people who know people. but You're right. I could have just looked it up through my university's website. I feel like Mm -hmm. if you didn't want them to have your credit card number, I mean, I'm sure that there are OnlyFans accounts that cover kind of the same thing, in a way. I mean, I'm sure there are. Where OnlyFans reads articles from a magazine that, like, this particular version was published, I don't know, 10 20 years ago no i think all you got to do is just pay a girl enough and uh, oh. you know or or a, <laughs> or a, man. Or a, a yeah. gentleman sorry i don't or know how only fans works i don't a, know why a, I a was... <laughs> trans uh, individual to pee and drink it for a month and then just study the effects yeah. on the app i mean for fuck's Have sake them describe... i guess if you pay enough people will do it there's, yeah. there's oh, without girl. question there's a gal out there right now and i saw her on ymh uh she uh in order to cleanse herself of ego, of any sort of ego, she's been smearing her own feces on her face, like a face mask, uh, because it gets her closer to to the earth. So, uh, if there's a market for that, I'm sure there's there's PP stuff going on out there. Like, we we call this a a uh, Watkins facial, I believe. <laughs> I love how you say smears her own feces, <laughs> and to get closer to the earth. So if that happens, I'm sure there's a PP market somewhere. <laughs> Highbrow, highbrow, pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> if I refer to my uh, guy one more time as uh, Peter in front of Becky, I think she's going to divorce me. She's <laughs> like, why the fuck are you even saying Peter so much? I was like, hey, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Uh, okay. We also, so. I feel like we need to start sharing the uh, various signature screens that you have captured with our infamous co-host here to the Instagram to share the delight with some of the other folks walking around, John. Me? Because Peter yeah. Greer has, in fact, signed oh, for any no. number of credit oh, card oh, transactions. why? Why are you bringing this you up? Know, no, I didn't. It I, delights me. Uh, it brings me so much happiness to send it. Like, the moment that I hit send on our group chat of those pictures, even though one of them, or most of them, are not really appropriate, um... Yeah, I'll share. I have it still. I'll 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 censor it so that you don't have his her card information on there. But that'll be well. That, oh, thank you. Yes, that's that's preferred. Yes, I don't need people stealing what little money I have. Over here cares about his digital safety and security. Yeah, I I prefer to have some. Thank you. Um, Jesus Christ. Yes. Anyway, don't you take that tone about my Christ. <laughs> no. 
Uh, Not my Jesus. (laughs) Not my Jesus. (laughs) Anyway, the author of said article, uh, Natalia Pereira, according to a seaman, says urine therapy is a, quote, method of drinking urine for rejuvenation. <laughs> like cucumber she goes, water. Have you played Sekiro? Yes. It's the rejuvenating waters? That's why he can refill it Lazarus every time pit? he stops. <laughs> oh, it makes so pit. much sense now. Better drink my own piss. Um, she also, uh, he quotes, uh, there is something esoteric about urine. It is considered a supernatural living food because it is a byproduct of the blood and contains life force. Using urine as a okay, using urine as a therape- therapeutic tool mirrors to us the quote here healer within. I Basically. want to strangle this person to death with a <laughs> like a yardstick. Uh, let's see. So, one last part of one last thing from this article. Mm. Scientists, semen claims, argue that anything found in the blood cannot be harmful to the person it came from. No source uh, cited there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently Um, cancer's not a thing. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I was just like... You got some cancer in your blood. You should probably probably drink some pee about it. Yeah. 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 Besides, they, whoever they are, uh, say... The drank urine is digested instead of going back into the bloodstream. Drank urine. Which is fair if you drank your... <laughs> Hashtag drank urine. <laughs> but, but I mean, he makes a good point. Like, if you drink it, it's not going back into your bloodstream. Yeah, you tried but it. That got me thinking. I was like, wait. Don't say that. Are there people out there that think it's a good idea to inject urine into yourself? And I looked it up. Oh my god, I like this, Michael. This is a more interesting Michael. This, I, I like this. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. This statement caused me to look up if urine injection therapy is real. And it is. Oh, fuck me. According to the blog fuck that I me. linked to in the show notes, it's the idea that injecting your own urine into your muscles can help alleviate your allergies. Can you send me that link? <laughs> Cause I mean, it'll be in the show notes, so you can access it. Yes, I think it'll be the one that is obviously. Um, I've got these little flappy doodles right here, so maybe if I can just get a little syringe and fill it with my own piss. Do, does dog pee count too, or does it have to only be my own? Well, it has to be your own. I didn't read too much into it, but it's supposed to be the idea that I, I kind of read a little bit further, and I'm gonna. Don't quote me on this again because this is just going off of memory. But the way that I had read it is that you subject the whole idea is you subject yourself to the allergen, so the thing that causes you to get yeah. your allergies. Um, so your body somehow produces antibodies for that, um, but you pee them out. So you collect that piss, you inject it into your muscles, and then the antibodies stay with you. Okay, so let me take that and then expand <laughs> on it a little bit because we might be onto something here. So let's say that I'm in a factory trying, it doesn't matter why I'm in the factory, but there's like conveyor belts, there's conveyor belts going on around me. They're producing something. Um, and it's a multi-level, uh, a warehouse. I'm on the bottom level and above me, someone gets cut. Um, and this person may or may not be Bruce Banner and a droplet of his blood falls onto the thing that, uh, I'm ingesting and then that, in turn, I pee that out, and then I inject that into my muscles. 
And then do I become the Incredible Hulk? So you went <laughs> so far out of the way to make an allusion this... to a movie you know Michael hasn't seen. So he's this back honest... here scratching his ass right now because he has no idea what you're referring to. And Wait, I is this going, an actual... If Edward this... Norton did bleed into a bottle that was then filled but... with, you know, soda... And then drank by Stan a, Lee. <laughs> Wait, what movie was this? this was I don't recall inc- that being. This is the Incredible Hulk. Yes, he bled into. I. Yes, I am so. I guess you know I mean that movie came out in like. I'm not sorry. 2003. <laughs> it came out a long time ago, so I don't really. I saw you're, it. You're but thinking I don't remember it. of Hulk for the 2003, as yeah. opposed to the Incredible yeah. Hulk, which is easy to confuse. They both suck. Yeah, that Hulk was the one with Edward Norton, right? Uh, Incredible Hulk is the one with Edward Norton. Hulk was uh, Eric Bana. Yeah, not that oh, it matters. So this... It's just yeah. Then that was uh, that was in the nineties or something. It was right? the Ang. Or... No, it was the, it was two thousand three. That was the Ang Lee one. I think. Uh, anyway, there's no reason to get off on this. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. like, okay, okay, fuck okay, you, John. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I think that was a beautiful poll, and it was mainly just for Shane. But Michael, now you know too. I appreciate oh, that. Cool. Jeez. Sweet. All right. So now the last what? section I the last section I have <laughs> is on treatments oh. according to another article that I found. Mm. Okay. So, urine can be ingested in small amounts to purify and clear excess mucus, destroy worms, and clean intestines. Urine controls bile in the blood and has been used in diabetics. What? Why, did like <laughs> Why did you Diabetic write it medicine. like that? Okay. I was say, <laughs> yeah. not used. Diabetic They're, medicine. We're getting back to booting it like it's scag or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is effective in treating hemorrhoids. It oh, is an get excellent... the fuck out of here. That's what it was written. Uh, I'm not saying that it does, uh, but that's what was written. Oh, that's right. It yeah. is an excellent... Yes, yes. These are not true in a scientific matter. Is the other but they science. are true in that yeah. they're written. Yes. Um, it is an excellent antidote for rabies, insect bites, and snake bites. Checks out. Stuffing, sniffing, yeah. Sniffing urine clears stuffy noses, colds and flu, coughs, sinitis, and other problems with the upper respiratory canal. So now it is medically proven against tuberculosis. Uh, all right, Doc Holiday, let's back this up a bit. So, if the next time you get a sinus infection, you need to just hover over just, the bowl and just. Also, uh, based on that same logic, one could argue that we have all been sleeping on. The cure for COVID-19 this entire time. <laughs> Listen, I don't believe that there's a particular individual who is not snorting any number of things right now who has claimed, you know, that shoving UV light and wands into your body might help to alleviate symptoms. So, or alleviate symptoms. I, I This person's definitely sniffed urine or <laughs> ingested it to try to cure it by now. You know what I'm really interested in is, like, where that inception is. Like, for that person or the the people that that are writing this down, it's like, what is their, like, superhero-born moment? Like, where's the spider biting them on the hand, turning them into Spider-Man? Of, like, all of a sudden they're like, (laughs) 
if you could just piss on this open wound of mine, I think it'll seal itself up. So we have like No, that's the, a good point. That The that, Doctor Sleep moment what? where, you know, you're so drunk that you've pissed into the toilet and then, you know, you vomit into it. You got a little congestion. And you're, like, and you're like, oh, it's all better. Hey, that, that cleared my sinuses up, man. I think if I did this but no, more like, often. <laughs> but no, like, what you're saying, John, is exactly the reason why I've looked into this stuff. And I've I've ranted about it before in, in, ad nauseum in the past. But that like, time that you were puking and pooping at the same time and... And and my nose suddenly cleared, uh-huh. uh, so I, I know that if I ever need to clear my nose, I just need to force vomit. Um, but no, the idea that like where did this where did this click? How what what caused a person to be like, no, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. I should just snort my own urine. Like, what caused you to think that? And that's that's why I always that's why I was interested in homeopathy. That's why I read into it. That's why I read into flat earther stuff and etc. And so like you kept talking about pika and shit and so it's like well i might as well drink my own piss fair i haven't but i looked into it to make sure you know what if it actually is a true thing what if i can cure my cancer um what if i can do regular eye treatments to you with urine to improve eyesight sorry that was i was trying to seek into the next paragraph go ahead and see again because (laughs) i feel like uh we're not i feel like shane and i actually got really excited about this for a second um, and not in like the, oh my God, I can't believe we're having such a fun topic, but oh my God, what the fuck is happening? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the germination point. Yes. If you will. So, like I said, regular eye treatments with urine may improve eyesight. A few drops of the fresh or boiled urine. So if you, if you let it get too stale, you got to boil it, uh, into the eyes expels conjunctivitis, which is also known as pink eye, which <laughs> When I read that, I was like, isn't that, like, usually, like, what causes it? Or, like, you know, farting in the face or something yeah. like that? Um, yes. When lightly boiled and dissolved in honey, urine cures eye injuries. Oh, fucking, <laughs> the, the qualifiers are the thing that just, like, throw it. Because it, if you stand out in the middle of a hailstorm on your right hand... And then you let a dog piss in your face, you won't have cancer. Yeah, you got it. You're starting to understand. Yeah, all right, I'm there. <laughs> so, this one, this one is for is specifically for you, Shane. Oh, good. All right. Well, it'll lead to it. Massaging fresh urine onto your skin twice daily moisturizes your skin and makes your hair lustrous. A mixture of heated old urine with potato and sulfur powder rubbed into the scalp slows loss of hair. The effect is even more effective when it is not rinsed off. Well, that's a lie, because I've been pissing (laughs) on my own head for years, and I'm still bald, so we can just (laughs) dispel that right now. Well, no, no, no. It it can't be fresh. It specifically said heated old urine. It didn't specify how old. Potato and sulfur powder. As I'm old, and it's it's heated coming out of me. So obviously, (laughs) I I think this stands to reason. I'll just put some charcoal to activate. Potato and sulfur powder. Yeah, and then just tomato potato. Well, it slows. It slows the loss of hair. So it might be. Oh, well, actually, um, glacier. Yeah. Where I'm from, they they call that the Irish cocktail. 
Because <laughs> it has a potato yeah, in it. That, so. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ha, ha, don't you, don't ha. you talk about your mother like that. <laughs> yeah, how is she? <laughs> so, that... great. I've been peeing on her for months. <laughs> I I almost I almost as an aside I almost wanted to look into um, Europhilia, but you did want to spend um, the money. But I felt like what what I had. (laughs) No, I felt like this was a good enough amount, and I didn't want to. I I wanted to if I ever did a topic on Europhilia, I wanted to do it justice. It's good enough. Yeah, it's a good enough amount. He didn't want us to you know not have enough to swallow. Right. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want you to drown in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or wretch. Yes. yes. So, you got two of my lies. Um, Ish. One, yes, yes, yes. Um, one of which you asked a question, and I didn't want to do a second lie, so I just revealed it. Um, and then John also got the um, everything but the jellyfish, so that was like 95% is still passing. So I, I C's get degrees. definitely yeah. gave it to you there. C's definitely get degrees. I've been telling... Uh, I occasionally tell coworkers, um, not students, because I wouldn't tell that to students, that D's get degrees because, you know, degrees start with D's. Um, D's nuts. Oh, I like that better. I actually never even said that all the way, but like degrees start with D's, and I like that. I'm, <laughs> I might actually keep trying to use that. So there's only one lie that you missed. Do you want to take a stab? No. <laughs> it. This is painful, and I'm not going to drag this nonsense out any more than we already have other than the eye treatment but i feel like you referenced that previously and that was one of the reasons we got into this so yeah go on so you're you're gonna find it funny shane because you actually did bring it up at one point um stenographer son of a bitch wasn't a stenographer you asked no so he was actually a naturopath so this is this was the first time where I actually found someone that was that started a alternative medicine theory that wasn't doing something entirely different. He was already trained as someone that does this. And so I actually looked up what a natural path is. Um it's one who quote employs an array of pseudoscientific uh, an done. array of pseudoscientific practices branded as natural, non-invasive or promoting self-healing. The idea, the ideology and methods of naturopathy are based on folk medicine rather than evidence-based medicine. So that's the whole idea. He was going off of like, oh, well, you know, this folk remedy that my great-grandmother told her grandmother who told blah, 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 said to just piss on himself. It worked. Okay. So that's, that's kind of the idea of naturopathy. And this guy was like, well, you know what? Might as well just go all in and just start pissing on things. So. Marking your territory, you know, if you will. And this is... Those are my lies. Different from an osteopath. Who works on bones? Well, the bones are their money. Osteo is... is yeah. And they're I, I, I'm confused. The worms dollars. are their dollars. Yes. <laughs> and that's why they're oh, coming out tonight. To, to get, get their, their bones, bones out of Michael. You. Yes. This is one of those references that I don't get. Okay. That's right. Although, I would say... If you wanted to quickly get those references, that entire show probably takes all of an hour and a half to watch and yeah, is well worth, worth it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of watching things, one, Michael, that was a lot of fun. I know that now yes. we have no listeners whatsoever, but at least it's for a good cause. So um, what else is new? <laughs> I was true that thinking 
about our conversation of the Shining uh, watch through together. And I came up with an interesting thought. And that is because I was thinking of what Shane said, where it's like I, he would lose so much of the experience because he likes that the score so much and all the spooky oohs and ahs. And I realized that I have seen part A of something, but not the, the back half. And we could do it at the start of October as kind of like extra episodes uh, throughout the month. Okay. This is an idea. Um, but instead of watching The Shining by Kubrick, what if we watched through the miniseries that is terribly a product of the 90s together? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, you've gotten me intrigued. And the audience has lost their hook, I think. Oh, that's also fair. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's been so long since I've watched it. And furthermore, if it's going to be Michael's maiden voyage and technically your maiden voyage as well, if you've not completed it, like I would not want you to have to then be reacting to it in real time without catching it happening. Based on the front half of it, though, I think it would be really funny because it's so, so terribly made for TV cheesy in points. But... It's also way more faithful to the book because Stephen King actually wrote the screenplay. Yes, but if I have to deal with Rebecca de Mornay and she's clothed, I mean, it just eliminates 80% of my enjoyment. That's fair. (laughs) Let me wrap that up by saying I'm just trying to brainstorm, like, fun things for October arbitrarily just because we can do fun things for October. Technically, we can do fun things any fucking time, but Mm -hmm. uh, if there's one thing that uh, we as people uh, connect with, it's like, themes and easy like it's pumpkin spice latte season and like oh, no. you know october is the time where you can get away with doing some uh some spooky stuff so well if we're spooky. gonna you know visit that version if danny were in a worst case scenario to be assaulted by the wasps you could always just sprinkle some urine on the stings and he'd be fine that is he'd true i have seen that scene Good book reference yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, the scene exists in the miniseries, but anyway, yeah, I won't. Uh, Jack pees on him. Yeah, it's true, uh, but it's not because yeah, of the wasp it. sting. It's because Danny wakes up with a sore tooth. Uh huh. Got to treat them toothaches. You really out you really of do. wait? Hold on. Let me let me quote the biblical thing again. Red bomb. Um, Red bomb. Yes. Drink <laughs> waters out of thine own cistern. That's akin to, you know, Moses tied his ass to a tree and walked 40 miles. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. And speaking of biblical, I will give the little teaser for, for next week. Ooh? If, if Shane will let me. Shane, can I have the topic next week? Have I said a fucking thing yet? I mean, no, please. No, 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 I meant like... You haven't given him a chance to like, say fuck off. I meant like, Shane, next week, technically, <laughs> if we're following structure, would be your presentation. However, the wild card is here, and I'm saying if you would like a break, I can take next week. I will never argue with you know, breaking the system. Okay. Breaking the cycle, if you will. So we have covered Levian Satanism. Next mm-hmm. week, I will proudly talk about the satanic temple Ooh. we can talk about some fun things that they've done with the supreme court we can talk about their tenants we can talk about just fun random nonsense about this uh stop this fun group i can i can only get so erect but bruh oof <laughs> but uh yeah i am excited i'm excited too 
I really am. Um, because they're, they've, they've popped up in the news, uh, at least a couple of times. Um, so I'm really interested and that's why I like, uh, I shot you that. Yeah. 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 Sweet. I am sorry for, for shouting Shane. It, it, it wasn't out of hate. It was out of lust. It always is. (laughs) I just want to see how long this is going to go before one of you expect me to say something substantive. (laughs) Well, I... (laughs) Why do you think I'm saying weird shit like lust? Like we're on the air. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> ah, and I'm Lovecraft. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's time to put a bullet through the brain of this episode. So thank you all for being here and for peeing on us, uh, even though it's broken our heart and you peed on our children. And why? <laughs> it's the I last loved time. you. And all you've ever done is pee on me and take my wee and my other things and why did you hurt the owl tell you me crossed why. the line you crossed the line and i love you and and three I times you <laughs> can i uh, <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead and put a car driving away behind that last clip <laughs> It's like you th- you think I have some sort of like uh, repository of like sound clips to use, and I, I I checked YouTube, I don't. Okay. When you were like, oh man, if you can put like a, a standing ovation or something in the last episode, and I tried, I looked it up, I couldn't find anything. Okay. So I was like, well, time to disappoint like I usually do. So if there's one thing you don't disappoint, it's by disappointing. Ooh. Well. Good quote. For the disappointing disinformed podcast i'm shane i'm john and i'm michael so long and good night so long and good night i want to i want to do it that time